You're tuned in to the Three Pixels Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Three Pixels Podcast. It's group episode time. Yeah, it's been a little while since we've done one of these group recordings and it is fantastic to have everyone back in the same room. Before we dive into the first episode here of Off the Record and before Alan gets his chance to pit the topic for this episode, which you guys listening already know what it is, I'm going to go around introducing everyone. So welcome back, Martin Gregory. How are you? I'm great. Thank you very much, Ben. Resident gaming geek. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Here I am. Honestly, it feels weird that you know I haven't seen uh, either of you for a long time. I haven't um, done been bloody ages. It has been a while, especially with you. When was the last time? Ages ago, <laughs> <laughs> like a lifetime ago. Um, well, obviously I've seen Ben on and off, but obviously I, I keep missing you because obviously yeah, you're here and there and He's everywhere. He's a busy guy. He's Just busy. Yeah. yeah, so it's always nice to see Alan. Yeah, as well as it's always nice to see you, Ben. Thank you very much. Did you bring any Banbury cakes? Yeah, sure. Why not? Right. (laughs) Do you want to quickly explain what Banbury cakes are for? I was promised Banbury cakes last time I saw you. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. And And Uh, awkward. I thought I'd I'd slave away in the kitchen to make you some food. Yeah, we had a great dinner. Banbury cakes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not gonna lie. Banbury cakes. What are Banbury cakes? They're pretty much just like like small little. (laughs) <laughs> cakes are they are they rip off welsh cakes yeah pretty much yeah I thought pretty so. much that is probably the best way they are and if they're like scones they're like scones which is fruit in. or scones or scones where you're, where you're from and yeah like generally they are pretty much welsh cakes just are welsh did. cakes just scones no, no welsh say. it's a welsh cake don't start a war no here. i don't know i'm i'm pleading ignorance i'll tell you what we'll bring some welsh cakes <laughs> we'll get some banbury cakes we'll get some scones we'll get some welsh compare cakes and, and compare. contrast yeah we'll do a blind test i'll see if i can tell the difference between okay, them great you, you that's a great got... podcast content <laughs> right. oh, no no not for the podcast just oh, for me to eat just cake in generally <laughs> okay well alan you've already made your uh presence here quite clear oh sorry but was i supposed need, to be quiet no no it's totally fine alan taylor how are you uh-huh. I'm good. How are you doing? Great. How's the movie world? It's it's finally coming back alive after yeah. Endgame pretty much right. fought off all the competition. Well, when, when oh, yeah. the biggest Marvel movie comes out, no one else brings anything yeah. else out. So other movies are starting to come out again. Yeah, no, it's exciting. Um, yeah, we're going to go see Rocket Man soon. We're going to go see Rocket Man, Detective Pikachu. Anything that you're uh, looking forward to after? Like, is there anything in late in the year at all that you're looking at at all? put him on the spot here look oh yeah no i'm not prepared for that we'll save that <laughs> thought because we might be coming to that later uh, in, in another episode stay tuned for that or it might be this episode quite frankly we don't know you guys listening will know what the title is so you're not talking about so as we don't know what we're talking about the way that off the record works is we have a bowl full of suggestions and ideas uh, which you guys can add to the sessions what you want us to talk about in a future episode Get in touch with us on Twitter. I'm not going to ask Martin what the Twitter is because every time I edit recording with Martin talking about Twitter, yeah, every he says time. it wrong. Every time. Yeah. So Martin, Martin, what's our Twitter? I have no idea anymore. Okay. There it's at go. 3 pixels Pod. Check us out on Twitter there. Um, or you can send or, us a message through our website. Alan, what's our website? The3pixelspodcast.com. You were so close, mate. <laughs> The3pixels.com. It's like you um, think we've done or, this enough. You know. They're all different. It's so different. Or, or, or we've got Instagram. Yes. What is that? The Three Pixels Podcast. Great. Where we go? Uh-huh. So at the Three Pixels Podcast, perfect. please. Maybe we'll have some content by the time this episode is out on that Instagram, which we don't uh-huh. have yet. But get in touch with them one of those ways. You can suggest the idea. So let's dive in, um, Alan. Yeah. So we've got 
We've got some wonderful... Sorry, how you said it was full of yeah. ideas. Like, <laughs> Look, they don't over. know. They don't, they don't know. Okay? They can't ben, you see... you drop like six on the floor. <laughs> it's fine, but... But they can't see how full it is. That's how podcasts work. They can't see. So we'll so just lie to them. The magic. Ah, uh, yes. That right. overflowing wealth Look, of ideas. Of ideas. That's what <laughs> we are here. Like, Martin, I know, I know it just becomes natural. You don't even realise. But sometimes you just you just make things up, you know? So I know, <sighs> like you do on your episodes, your gaming episodes. Make you it up. You just make it up. That's right. I can right. do that. Alan. Yeah. Right. This is the, the topic of the episode. Here we go. It's nail biter. Any of you guys at home can't wait to find out. All right. So, dun, 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 drum roll, Martin. Oh, we'll just add it in. <laughs> add it. Cool. We have, no, we haven't got the budget um, for adding it in. Oh. Movie sequels. Yes. Sequels. That's a G, not a Q. Yeah, it is. And what? Se- and sequels. Also, cool. Movie sequels. There we go. Great. Thanks, Alan. Me- sequels. <laughs> what does that say? Movie sequels. I wrote it in a rush. I wrote it in no. a rush. All right. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> maybe I'm just a. L- okay, right. right. Back so, to reality. Put, put the box in the middle again. Yep. Movie sequels. Away. From, back. Back, back in the middle. Full, right. Right. Full so box. the full title: movie sequels, good, yeah. bad, when's too many. So let's start with the good. Like, what what series jump out to us as being kind of really good movie sequel? I I, I have one, franchises. but I think it would just end the conversation. Lord of the Rings, right? No, actually. What? Okay, so do we count? Do we count the ones that are like based off a book that's all sequels? Because well, um, they're very all different. All the Marvel movies are based on books. Oh, yeah, vaguely on the comic books. Okay, though. yeah. Yeah, but they're not following like a pattern of the, you know, this is the first book, this is the end book. So these are all the movies. Yeah, because you have also like the stuff like with the New 52 and stuff like that. So things do also get like red condom in comics and stuff. You know, when I think of a sequel, um, I think of like a standalone film with additional content, not like when it's a book where it's... Um, <laughs> you're the games person. Yeah, absolutely. With, DLC to this movie. <laughs> but um, with like books, they're sort of set up to have the next one already frame in mind. You look at stuff like... Um, not necessarily. Well, I think so, because like you said about the uh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, but that's a special case where he did have the whole thing planned out. But there are plenty of books that come out that don't have a plan for... Well, James Bond? Exactly, that, that's what my... That's what I was going to say. I knew you were going to say that. But then again, they all you know say, so well. oh, they're, uh, but they always say, oh, it's all interlinked with one another, which I don't understand, which I, I to this day, I don't understand how they say, can say that when they're so many mean? different books. Well, they said like the adventures follow on from one another. And it's this the is, same character. Yeah. But like they're different people. I can see they're different people. You mean the actors change? Yes. And how could that follow on from one another? I don't understand. You don't know how different actors can play one character. I just think it's a bit odd. Do you think they should have just stopped after Sean Connery? I think so. What? I, actually, no. I think they should have started and ended with Daniel Craig, personally, because <laughs> the other ones are just laughable. The whole the whole of Daniel Craig's last few movies are nostalgia things to the first one, so he wouldn't yeah. exist without it. But I think you kept that. But you have awful, like, ski chases and awful Whoa. one-liners. Are you talking about Pierce Brosnan? Uh, yes. He's that the, ski chase was amazing. He's the best. Sorry, that's like, I, I grew up with those movies. I think you both need to just get out now, because clearly, you, oh, they're just So terrible. you're not a fan of James Bond? I don't mind James Bond. I just, the real goofy 80s, 90s things. Yeah, like, Roger Moore, James Bond. Oh, God. That was silly. Fun fact, actually. Um, uh-huh. I, I know... Um, you don't have like ITV here and stuff. They're actually running. Um, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I'm just saying. I know. Yeah, you, ITV always has James Bond going. Going right now. They have a, and they um, books. They're sort of set up to have like um, a continuation 
I think because um, in, in books, like you want to get as much uh, milk the cow, as they say. You look at like stuff like Harry Potter. Are you like saying that. Marvel aren't milking the cow? Oh, mate. <laughs> they have milked that cow. Well, let, let, let's be fair. It's the first time that Marvel have really made any money out of their franchise. Like when they're doing comic books, they were losing money out of this is true. Yeah, every they're... corner. But that's also reinvigorated their market with all these films as well. Because um, they were on the verge oh yeah, of bankruptcy when when Iron audience. Man was pitched. Like when Iron Man came out, Marvel based on the bank on the edge of bankruptcy. That's why it was such a gamble at the time for them to spend all this money on this film on an actor which didn't actually have that great a track record really in his personal life and stuff all this going on. Um, so it's quite you know he, it's not like he'd done big movies that you know were up to the level that Marvel were dreaming of hopefully reaching with a new character putting it in the hands of and not knowing how the, everyone would react. So would you say that to. that Iron Man movie is the start of that franchise? For sure. So everything else that followed it were sequels to that movie. I guess. Well, sequels in the in the the universe that we've just in the sorry the the chapter that we've just had. Mm-hmm. For me, sequels reminds me a lot of things like the Shrek series, where it started off very well, and as you go down the road, it's more of a cash grab, like Ice Age as well. Oh, as that God. example, it just got worse and worse and worse. And it wasn't very good to start end. with. Sorry. Yeah, Whoa, and Shrek dragon. was great. I'm on about Ice Age. Where here. there were sequels oh, yeah, just know. because they knew that they could make the money from it, rather than yeah, because the kids they loved had. It. Rather than because they had books to refer to to complete a story or a universe to continue developing and expanding. Like it was literally the only reason is because they knew they put the film out and people would watch it. So I need to introduce you to crime thriller fiction. If you want books, though, do they just keep pumping out for money because <laughs> oh, people will buy them? So the film I was going to lead to before um, when I said I could end the conversation right here, I think... Um, I always think of, when I think of a sequel, I always think of Terminator 2. Probably the, arguably the greatest sequel ever. It was better than the original, in my opinion. And and I always think, you know, it's a gold standard. Alan, you're shaking your head. Why are you shaking your head? I'll let you finish. I just think it was a gold standard. Compare, uh, compare the first and second film. I think the second film was more of a complete overall. I just fully enjoyed it more. No, Terminator 2 was fine. It was a really good twist on the first movie. But it, this Terminator 2 is a kid's movie. Whereas Terminator 1 is like a great sci-fi. Yeah. Oh, oh so, so now not only can it's we like not with change die It's like with Die Hard. Like the, yeah, the last Die Hard was like a Infantilized it. Can I just say then, oh, so we're not allowed to change actors or we're not allowed to change no, a little I'm, bit of genres. I'm, I'm all for changing actors. But we can't change genres because you said, oh, it's a gritty and now it's a The problem with, sorry to interrupt, but the problem with sequels often is, is that basically what worked really well on the first one is extremely diluted by the fact that sometimes actors change, sometimes directors change, well, they sometimes need to writers the change. Audience. And, and yeah, sometimes they, they need to get hit that 15 mark. It's because by that point, and especially in a successful franchise, like there are board members basically in in the in the publishers that are sat there making the decisions saying that you've got to do this this and this because you know we're expecting all this money back from this movie this is the one that was going to bankroll all the other films that we're not sure about so like there's that added pressure for you know for them to to have it reach a big audience and to do well and often that's then what holds back the film because you know the first film no one knew how well it was going to do how you know things and no one was putting their bets on it whereas you know a, a problem with sequels is by the time you get to like the later sequels is the that that is like a, a big franchise for the studio so they're expecting it so are you making the argument well. that sequels are bad they're because ba- they're Disney bad. would go out of business they're only making sequels and remakes well and that's, that's 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 what how 
spur this dis- this discussion because basically, you know, Disney in the last little last little while, all they're releasing really is is sequels. They've mm-hmm. got Frozen Two, they've got Toy Story Four, they've been remaking all the oh, Disney films. Yeah. So then, they're not doing anything new and original. I will say actually, I, that did come to my head instantly about sequels. I will be honest. If you actually look at a lot of um, Disney sequels, I mean, like the old 80s sort of thing, like you, know, you look at like the Aladdin sequels and stuff, which went like straight to the uh, video sort of thing. God, they suck. I'm sorry if people like them, but they suck. And um, I would actually have said, for, I'd actually said for a long time that um, Disney films should never really have done sequels because a lot of them were just like adaptations of, uh, of fairy tales, start, finish, uh, start, middle, end sort of thing. And that's it. They should never have made like sequels. Yeah. And... You're right, they are making sequels now. Look at Toy Story. Like They're making a Toy Story 4. In 2010, when um, the third one came out, they said, this is it, this is the end of it. And now they're making a fourth one. Yeah, I'm like, like, come on Three now. was a perfect ending. I it thought it was a great ending. the best ending. ending. Because you could just say it's in one infinite loop then. They get used, yeah. kid gets older, yeah. they get played with someone, by someone else. And that really disappoints me about Pixar because I thought that, you know, Pixar would stand their ground and they would have some leverage over it because, you know, they're so well known and they they make films that do well. They don't really have bad selling films and they're not normally short of ideas either. So when they normally, when they do a sequel, like they waited so long for Incredibles 2, there normally is a good reason behind it. But I feel like Toy Story is really marked, a ch- hopefully not a change for, you know, Disney's maybe, I, I, su- I mean, I'm assuming Disney to be the bad guy, but it's not hard to assume that, that Disney's involvement possibly has over, over, um, gone Pixar's. Mm, no, I, I agree. What are you saying, Alan? So normally, so in the argument of our sequels, what have they gone too far? Yeah. Well, normally I'd say like, whatever, you don't have to watch them. Like if they exist in the world, it's not taking away from anything. Though I do, I suppose, have a problem with sequels that undermine or make the movies that came before worse. Yeah. Like mm. The Matrix, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, the first Matrix, obviously, everyone agrees is amazing. The second two, I probably still enjoy more than most people do, but they kind of take away from a lot of the character and the characters and decisions that were made in the first one. So that might be a problem. But that's just writing. That's not like an industry problem. I also say, I know this isn't like actual sequels because um, really Scott says, oh no, they're, they're not sequels or prequels or anything. But like the Alien franchise is, is another one. I the And then Prometheus. F- and then Prometheus. And it, like they say, oh, you know, I hate when it's like they clash in the same universe as well at times like that. That's a fantastic example of mm. a sequel ruining the material of what came before because that just takes away the whole mystery of yeah where did they come from why are they doing this and that's the one thing i loved about um alien it was it was purely because you had no idea where this thing mm-hmm. was where it came from or what its goal or agenda was it was pretty much a spooky house in the middle of space as soon as you explain the villain the villain is no longer scary yep you see the smoke and mirrors and that's it and i think some of my most memorable like engrossing movie experiences in the last while have been new films I haven't seen before because there's no expectation to me. People aren't expecting it to go in a certain way. And part of that's why, you know, I I don't want to know much about film. I know you're much the same, Alan, going into you want to kind of like not see the reviews and it's because you want to go in and you want to experience them for the first time. There's something magical about that. But when you're kind of already in a world that's had four films and you kind of know that it's going to, it's going to kind of something, something's going to happen this way. You know, there's going to be these characters. This is probably going to go like this, but it's going to be all right because they're probably going to want to make a fifth anyway. And on that subject, sorry, 
you just reminded me, like even like things like the Star Wars, like prequels, like um, you look at like Rogue One and and Solo. It feels like at times there's no stakes because you think, well, the rebellion's going to win anyway. Yeah, you know what's going to happen. And you just think, well, why didn't this come before? Obviously, you know, they can't afford to plan that. But I just think stuff like that, it just just ruins it. It oversaturates it. And I know, going back to Alan's point about choice, I know I'm just, I I know that I could choose not to go to see the next film and I could, like, I could not go and see the next Toy Toy Story movie and have this perfect ending in my head. But I also know, and that's partly why I'm angry, is that, I know myself and I know Toy Story 4 is going to come out and I know I'm going to go and bloody see it. Absolutely. I know that I'm not going to be able to stop myself because I'm such a fan of the franchise. So whatever they now do in Toy Story 4 is going to be my lasting memory of that film. Yeah, but does that make the movies that came before it worse? It can do. It depends on That's how what I'm saying. Like, it depends on the movies. I think yeah. it can tarnish the memory. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So here's, here's the opposite side to that and then argument for sequels. Sure. Um, so you guys said you had a big emotional payoff from Endgame, right? Mm-hmm. Would you have had that without what? What is it like? Fifteen years of build-up. Like, can the the build-up over like a decade or however long? Like, it was you know, eleven like, years, yeah. Yeah, or like you know, Harry Potter took a decade. Yeah, it did. Like, there's that argument to be made. You can you can build relationships. You can see these actors grow in a way that you can't in a single ninety-minute film. I, I, it's more like a a TV show of. There are exceptions, right? There are exceptions to the rule. I mean, there, there are like ones that work, but I'm saying like that, but they're often, obviously we're saying that often can be used for bad. Like they're often used as a cash grab. Um, it's just, just in that pure only reason, but it also can be, you know, as part of, you know, a tool for engulfing a whole set of books or a whole universe of characters the... and stories. Before trilogy. So that's... Um... These it's like these romance movies where I think it's like ten years between them, and like it's like their relationship ten years on, and they meet up again, right? And we come back to that. Those are amazing movies, yeah, yeah. And there's value in the time difference between the two movies there, and like, yeah. like you've gone away, and then they've met up again, and we've met them again. Yeah. So I don't know. I think there's absolutely value in having sequels. Oh, I mean, yeah. I, I I'm com- as far as emotional investments con- concerned, it has to be justified. It can't just be like. We just, you know, blatant cash grabs. It has to have like some sort of. You have to add something on top. You can't just be like the same tropes, the same problems. You have to show something different. We might not like Ice Age, right? But I bet there are plenty of kids that do. Yeah, but that's just it, kids. And I, and I oh god, I'm say yeah, so. but not everything's for us. I know, but I just think there are plenty of movies uh, there that I don't like that other people enjoy. A lot, a lot of family movies are geared towards the whole family, not just towards the kids. Like, you know, you've got to achieve the kind of cutesy, like fun, in, you know, bit for the kids. But, you but also... do they have to? They're still making money. It's a, it's a hard one because I'm, I, I am personally annoyed at Ice Age because I used to really enjoy those movies. And I think even some of the early first two for me, I was still getting some enjoyment out of them. Agree or disagree, but like they went like in into the sea, basically. They, you know, they took the whole yeah, ship. Just, yeah, I was gonna say the ice <laughs> They, they, sh- they took the whole that. ship and just like crashed it into the land. As far as yeah, like, they ran that aground. Yeah, and, and the worst thing is, it's still going in this ground right now. Some yeah. say it's at the Earth's core right now. All the bad movies are worth it for the for the good ones, the gems that we get for the memes. Because hey, those first <laughs> <laughs> what for the, those first two ice ages still exist. No one's taken them away. And so does the yeah. third and the fourth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
you outgrew them. Yeah, you outgrew I, I, the series. I guess. I was never grown into the series, to be honest with no, you. No, I so. was not. I but, okay, okay well, we're really ragging on Ice Age, sorry. Talking about the good sides of sequels, I'm a complete hypocrite in this because my favourite movie of all time is a trilogy. Mm-hmm. The Back to the Future trilogy is my favourite set of movies of all time. So there are great reasons when trilogies have been used. There's great times and experiences to be had out of trilogies. But that also comes back to your thing about books where that was planned well i yeah. know i know the trilogy wasn't planned but the second two were written at the same time yes so oh, that, and, and that the second is... and third were shot at the same time yes they yeah were. so that was like a, a planned experience yeah but then again the exact same exact same situation with pirates of the caribbean and that was that was not great i that, said that also plunged the... into the sea <laughs> what was the fourth one called and then it made a fifth one didn't uh, it yeah it's on stranger tides i think so yeah and was the fourth one and then Balthazar's Revenge or something that like that. That was it. Balthazar's Revenge. Yeah, that's definitely not what it's called. But <laughs> I don't remember. But that's what it's I, called I now. The cinema, and they still don't know really when to stop, do they? Because they're making it again. And there's Are more? they making another one? They, thought, without yeah, without Johnny Depp. Oh, that's yeah, right. We're yes. in the orphan somewhere, yeah. That, that, was a, that was a strange one in my opinion because the first three concluded... Yeah. You know, or no, sorry, they didn't because he was on a boat, weren't he? On a rowing boat, and he looked up, and it was like the um, he had the Fountain of Youth, if you remember rightly, yes. it was right at the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but I thought that was a great way to end it off. You know, he's still conquering his adventures, yeah. and then to make the fourth, and I called it as soon as I saw the trailer, I went, This film is gonna bomb, and guess what? It bombed, it bombed yeah. hard. Yeah, well, I mean, based on the history, you had two not good movies out of three. Yeah. <laughs> out of five, yeah. You no, mean, but I mean like at that point. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is it at the expense of original movies? Is that the issue? Well, no, actually, I mean, there's a great argument to say that they benefit original movies because they're the ones that are, are bankrolling the, 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 the unsure, you know, new starters, you know. Yeah. It's the bigger Fox movies that help Fox Searchlights, which is a subsidiary of Search, make movies like Three Billboards, which did incredibly well. That was the Fox Searchlights production. So that might not have happened if Fox didn't have other productions where they knew they were going to make the money back from. Because, you know, it doesn't matter how much money these guys make. They're not going to, you know, take too much of a gamble unless they're 100% certain that they're they going to be giving all their investors, you know, their Christmas bonuses, you know? So, you know. And let's not forget about Netflix. They are making a lot of oh, original content movies. Yeah. Original is a bit of a stretch though, isn't it? Well, it's not like necessarily all adaptations or sequels. Right. They are making a lot. They are, they're trying to make as many genreless movies as they can. They're not trying to, I feel like that's a whole other conversation because like, well, it's still sequels. The, it's still like, if yeah, you want yeah. to go to find original content, it's right here in your living room. We've just been talking about the theater experience, right? but there is original content being made. Sure. Here, right oh, yeah. here. We've all been there searching around Netflix, trying to find, there's like millions of things to watch. But we That's can't find every single time I go up on Netflix. Exactly. I spend more time looking for something and than it's not actually watching anything. When they're cramming everything in your face and it's hard for you to actually know what's any good. Cause I mean, the rating system on there is all up for Jack's. I think, <laughs> I beg your pardon. <laughs> <laughs> the rating system up is just all. Is there a rating system on there? Yeah. yeah, there is. I thought it was just like thumbs up, thumbs down. Yeah, yeah well, there was to be a rating, but like it kind of turned into the recommendations. So it's like oh, we think eight eight percent sure we oh, think you'll like this. Yeah. So it's like that's based okay, on like what, what that you mean? watch and what other people watch similar things. Yeah, to, which right? on my Netflix is completely inaccurate because everyone else watches on my Netflix more than I do. So when I get on, it's like oh, you might like this like kids movie. 
I had the same problem. My girlfriend watches yeah. um, all sorts, like stuff from like RuPaul's Drag Race to like um, real like obscure indie films. So when I go on there, I have all this odd, odds and sods and I'm like, I would never watch this. Why, why, is, why is this being recommended yeah. to me? So to pull this all together, um, I think we're all in agreement here that, yeah, obviously sequels have their place and they're a great example that sequels have worked. And also sequels do help bring along more content and obviously having more of a variety. There are people out there that might love these sequels and go and see every, you know, Fast and Furious movie or every Shrek movie and, and love watching those. So, you know, it, movies are very, very personal things like you are people uh, get divided over them you know what one person loves for another person hates so i think that just sometimes it can just be a little bit wearing yeah but it's mainly like the kids movies yeah. that have this like like ice age and terminator 2 yeah all those great kids movies yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's to sell action figures yeah and have catchphrases well, that's disney's uh that's disney's i model. think we need to talk after what a kid's film is after this <laughs> die, die hard so. apparently is so. edward furlong that's a christmas movie oh have you uh, very quickly I don't uh, know. what have you heard the uh, interview with bruce willis him saying yeah I'd he's be wrong <laughs> it is a christmas movie it's not even a conversation that needs to happen anymore all right. Well, on that note, <laughs> what makes a Christmas movie? <laughs> yeah, it's set at Christmas. Okay. It ends on a Christmas song. I know. That's what I always think is a Christmas film, but hey. Gremlins is a great Christmas movie. I feel like we've gone from sequels to Christmas, and I'm very sorry, Ben, for doing this to you. It's fine. You carry on. Christmas, the worst sequel. Yeah. And on that well, note, like thank the... you very much for listening. <laughs> we'll see you guys on the next episode, whatever it may be, if you enjoy 2020 it. 2020 sequels. Don't forget to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to turn you all down. Um, don't forget to uh, subscribe and all that good stuff. If you want to see more content with us together, please let us know. Get in touch on Twitter, Facebook. The links are in the show notes. I don't need to say them out. Go and check them out. And thank you very much to Martin and Alan. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, okay, you didn't turn us down. No. He put- I'll see you guys. I just threatened it. It's fine. <laughs> I'll see you guys next time. Adios. You've been listening to the Three Pixels podcast with Alan Taylor, Martin Gregory, and me, Ben Ridley. Music provided by Epidemic Sound. With that, thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Good night. Bye. Goodbye. (laughs) So Christmas films then.